0: The Shy and Mighty podcast is on a softly spoken mission to help shy people be more mighty. Shy people don't need fixing. We don't need to change who we are. But in a world filled with noise and hot air, it's time for us to speak up and stop hiding.
1: Hello and welcome to Shy and Mighty with me, Nadia Finer. And my lovely special guest today is Josie Dom. Um, she's a children's author, and I'm really excited because we've not spoken to any authors as yet. Well. And also, um, love a children's book, so welcome to the show, Josie. Thank you,
0: Nadia. It's Yay. lovely to be here.
1: I'm glad you're here too, and we've got loads to discuss, and we've got things in common, I think, because we've both had the experience of publishing books. Yes. And, uh, all that that entails, and all of the things that it brings out in us, <laughs> yes,
0: yeah, that I hadn't thought of it like that i'd um I'd forgotten that you were also an author um not a children's author no yes, it's um so y- y- uh, your book is um a business book, isn't it
1: yeah so i've I've written two books actually oh, right. the first one, yeah, the first one was a long time ago. Um, it was called There's More to Life Than Shoes, and it was all about <laughs> inspirational women and how they'd achieved what they'd achieved, I uh, wrote it with a friend, um, yeah, it was, that came out in 2011, mm-hmm. and then my more recent one was um, a business book called Little Me, Big Business, and um, yes, yeah, so I, I guess I'm a non-fiction writer, so I'm really interested to understand, um, yeah, all about you and your... Your life as a as a, a writer of fiction and particularly
0: for kids. So, Josie, tell me about um, your books. Yes, um, well, my first book, Lum, it was published in. Two f- sorry, I've suddenly forgotten. <laughs> <A while> <laughs> sorry, it was twenty sixteen. Okay. Uh, yes, so only four years ago. Um, sorry about that. So, and that is a picture book. Um, And it tells the story of Lum who starts off in the story as a bit of a a meanie, a bit of a bully. And he's scaring the children in the book. Um, And then they uh, work together to overcome their fears and they um, go out to look for Lum. And when they find him, they discover that actually he's not a big scary monster. He's he's just a tiny fluffball. And then they teach him how to uh, make friends and be kind. Um, And that's kind of the the moral to the story where there's, you know, lots of lots of uh, good lessons for young children in there in that, um, you know, all about overcoming fears. You know, you might be scared, but, you know, tell someone about why you're scared or, you know, deal deal with the thing that's scaring you in a good way. Um, and then obviously the the anti-bullying side and and teaching children how to be friendly um, which I think is an innate ability in children in any case, but it's it's um, you know just' um, I've forgotten the word but just instilling that in them a little more so that uh, hopefully i I kind of would love for all children to at a young age to understand what bullying is how to avoid becoming a bully themselves or mm. or how to deal with it if you are bullied and just get rid of bullying in the world um and obviously i think uh, shy people can be open to being bullied a little bit more mm. in that that they may not their shyness may stop them from standing up for themselves
1: yeah, so, um, right and Josie,
0: that's such a wonderful message and I don't think it's necessarily just limited to kids. I mean it sounds like everybody needs to read your book. <laughs> yes, yeah, thank you. I um it's it's because it's a picture book, it, it works obviously as a story in itself, it, it works really well and, and you might just read it and, and love the story and love Lum and and then move on. But I go into and a lot of people sort of say, Oh picture books that will be for three-year-olds, four-year-olds and it is and it works really well but then I also go into primary schools and read my story to children who are key stage one so that's Mm -hmm. up to seven years old Um, and it's at that age sort of five, six, seven where they they can take more from the message in the story Um, and they you know start starting out at school and it's it's a time when they they might it might be the first time they come into those sort of interactions that could be difficult because they haven't got, you know, a parent or someone immediately with them, as you would have when you're younger. Um mm. So, yeah, it, it works really well. And, yes, it's a message for everybody, isn't it, to um just, yeah. just be kind. Yeah.
1: yeah. a few world leaders could do with <laughs> <laughs> reading it. Maybe we need to send, send a few copies out. <laughs>
0: yeah that could be interesting couldn't it
1: (laughs) well and (laughs) you made a really good point before about shy people and how we are potentially more open to bullying um because we find it harder to stand up for ourselves and I think I've I I know what you mean I think I've experienced bits of that myself um shy people, we don't want to necessarily kind of stand out or upset other people, so we, we take things to heart, for it. we're often very sensitive, we take stuff personally, um, and the fear of perhaps being in a confrontational situation
0: makes it more likely
1: for us to just kind of curl up and, and not really
0: stand. Yes, ourselves. and and then the the whole issue of speaking up for yourself, you know, going to tell a teacher or another adult as a, as a child, it, it as a shy person, um, that actually is quite difficult to do, mm-hmm. isn't it? And um, yeah. I I remember when I <laughs> I was a little girl and I used to go to dance lessons. Um, my mum, I think I overheard my mum saying at some stage that um to, to probably to another mum that she'd taken me to dance lessons um so that I could be more outgoing um so sort of I had that anyway, but I remember one particular occasion that my cousin was visiting us, and she came to dance class with us and um there were there weren't enough chairs we all had to go in, put your things on a chair <laughs> um so nothing formal it was just pop your things on a chair, and then when you weren't dancing that would be your chair to sit on and there wasn't enough chairs so my my mum said oh your cousin share share the chair with your cousin and I was like oh no can't possibly do that because that's not what people do but I was so shy I couldn't say this isn't how it's done (laughs) because it was speaking out and sort of having an opinion and I was a bit too shy to do that.
1: it's such a small thing and yet it's obviously stayed with you yes it's it's interesting how a tiny incident can become markers throughout our life and stuff that we hold on to and it's those moments when you don't feel that you uh, that you want to be different and that you, you don't want to take a stand or you know be the one to say oh excuse me there's not enough chairs." <laughs> yes <laughs> even before that seems kind of really a tricky thing so if you're being bullied um being able to kind of mention it to somebody is is, is huge yes um, yeah okay definitely. well I think um this your book has a really important message and the work that you're doing then yes I am
0: um, i my second book is Lum's Mum, and in that, <laughs> <laughs> and in that book, he um he's missing his mum, so he goes off on a quest to find her. Um, he gets has a few adventures along the way, but he does get lost, and then the children, um, that have made friends with him in the first book, uh, come to find him, and then they help him find his mum. Um, so it's a, a sweet little story. Um, but what I wanted to say really was that I when I write my stories I don't write with a theme in mind generally speaking I I get an idea from from somewhere uh, write the story Um, and then when I look back on look back over the story I often find that my stories so far have been about friendship Um, so I think that you know sort of important subconsciously for me to um to share that with yeah. children
1: and how have you found um friendship and the process of making friends um as a shy person um
0: well I think at school it was it was I think it was fine I mean I had friends at school um I wasn't lonely um I think I had, you know, one or two close friends rather than a big circle of friends and um, so, you know, one or two that you would confide in and, and have a, a deeper friendship uh, um, and I don't know if that's um, particular to shy people
1: I think um, it might be Do you? I've heard it a few times and it's really interesting because I was the same and I never really understood why or that it was um, indicative of a a preference. Yes. I always thought I was a bit odd because I wasn't in a gang. And a lot (laughs) of my friends had, um, they, you know, even through university, they hung out in these big gangs Mm. and they all stayed in touch and they'll meet up and there's like, 15 of them yes I never did that I would just have I'd be friends with one of the people in the gang I'd pick like the best one in my
0: opinion
1: (laughs) and be be really close with them and then maybe have another friend in another group yes in a gang but you know I think it's common for people to be to do that
0: yeah it's interesting I've never really thought about it it's just like I know that's how it's always panned out for me it's, is is mm. you know I'd, I'd have a one or two good friends and um it that was how it was at primary school and that's how it was at secondary school and then going sort of into adulthood um i i think i i do find it quite difficult to make friends because i aside from being a children's author i'm also a virtual assistant so i work from home and i Have done. I've had that business since two thousand and two, so I've been working at Mm -hmm. home on my own for a long time. So there isn't really, there hasn't been, you know, quite a few years now, the opportunity to make work friends. Mm -hmm. Um, and so sort of the circle of people has become even smaller. And 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 then when I had my children. A lot of people were making friends with other mums, and i I don't think I really did that i've I met up with um a mum yesterday, and we've become friends, and I got to know her when my son and her son were babies um but it hasn't again it hasn't sort of developed into lots of people, but I'm happy with that um yeah, it uh, because like, a
1: uh, pattern, like close friends rather than a big gang but yes. I, I I get what you mean when you work from home um, and also the life of a writer as well. It's, it is isolated and um, you're, you're spending a lot of time alone. And I think in many ways, that's good. Like we like it like that often, yes. but Yeah. It, it feels like you said, like,
0: it
1: was interesting what you said and I pictured like a circle shrinking
0: down and that um, like your world becomes quite small. Yes I was going to say I think um, as a shy person it's easy to say or oh, you know I work from home and I'm happy with the friends I've got. I don't need anyone else in my life um, but it's it's important in a way to be conscious of that. Um, I do go to business networking events so I do have some social interaction i'm not a complete hermit (laughs) (laughs) um and sort of that you know that has been great help to me in in building my confidence actually um going out to networking events and and getting to know other people in business you know in their running their own businesses because i think um running your own business again it's different from being an employee um so, it
1: definitely is and I think you've touched on another really um interesting point there that we need to push ourselves a little bit yes it would be easy wouldn't it just to be like okay I stay at home and I see my family and I've got yes. two friends here and I you know that's... just see them and that's it but to push yourself is important and I think as um as an author it must be um challenging then to move from the writing and the creating um which is solitary mm. and quite kind of nice and comfy
0: yes yes it definitely <laughs> is it's
1: snuggly <laughs> and comfy and you're like oh I just saw my beautiful book and it's all lovely that's right like, yeah you finish the book and you think man now I need to actually tell people about this book
0: that's um, it yes <laughs> and that's that is the the difficult part it's and um it sort of moves you into a world of world well, marketing obviously and um and I would hazard a guess that most authors are not you know experienced in the world of marketing because no, you know
1: I that's think completely right that's and not where though, we come like, from. I I am experienced in the world of marketing, as ever. Exactly. But even for me, writing—I remember—it's well, it's been twice now. When I finished the book, and I'm like, yes. It's done. <laughs> now I need to tell it. That, like when all the resistance, all the doubts, all the demons, all kind of sh- sort of descend upon
0: you. Yes. And you think, you know what to do. I just can't quite bring mm-hmm. myself to do it. I think as well, it's because it's so close to yourself. It's you know when you write a book, whether that's a business book or as as I do a children's picture book, it is is part of you, isn't it? It's, it feels mm-hmm. quite a personal message because, um, well for me the lum came out of a, a time when I was being bullied as as. Um, as an adult and and it was sort of like oh I'm I'm giving a little bit of that information away Mm -hmm. um so I yeah the whole being shy being bullied um sort of my confidence took a huge knock and it was and then I had to go out and sort of almost shout about myself and I didn't really feel confident in myself but I was having to do it um, I'm getting there now
1: I mean I think when you talk when you write and it's personal to you and it's about stuff which has happened to you things you've experienced you know I I also write about things that I weave in things that have been challenging for me or I talk about my doubts and insecurities and the things I've struggled with and when you share that it does open you up you feel vulnerable yes like people are maybe going to criticize you or slag you off (laughs) 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 like oh what does she know that kind of thing and you feel like you've put yourself on the line but the way I get around that is I I think about the people I'm helping and I try and focus on the fact that and with your books, kids are going to be reading those books and it's going to change lives, in, even in a small way. Or
0: yes, moment I haven't really thought perfect. of it like that. Yeah. I, I, I kind of get over it and I've I've taken kind of huge steps um, this year um, in being more um, out there, <laughs> more visible. <laughs> Um <laughs> yeah,
1: more visible out there makes me think
0: you're like your hair's gone all crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is why you can't see me. <laughs> but no, more visible in the world this year I have i I'm doing a lot, but you know it took well as I say I published my first book in twenty sixteen and then Lum's Mum in twenty eighteen. Um hoping to publish my next book this year. Um but you know it, it's taken me quite a while to have the confidence to to approach the people I need to approach so um and it's not just about finding parents who want to buy my book. obviously, that'd be wonderful um parents buying the book for their children, but I'm going to i I did Chelmsford Book Week, which was at half term, and I was one of their authors um yeah. reading stories and then I've, tomorrow I will be doing the same at Essex Book Festival in Colchester, um, reading, st- I've got a story time session and then I'm running a storytelling workshop um, and then I've got, I think, another six festivals booked between now and September. JP, so that's
1: incredible. Um, and yeah. how do you go know from being a shy author, someone who's worried about
0: even releasing the book and um, i well, well I just realized kind of what did you do i i kind of i think I had a change in my mind in that I kind of thought to myself or realized if I don't do this, no one else is going to um mm-hmm. if I want people to know that um Josie Dom the author exists i've got to I've got to be visible, and people have to see me um and the people that I want to see me, obviously as I say, parents, grandparents that are looking for books for their children, um, book buyers for shops and so on, um, but also festival organizers. Um and in a way, festival organizers, you know, they're they're out there looking for authors um to feature because if without authors they, they wouldn't have a festival at all. So um, I thought, well, they're the people that I need to talk to. And how I kind of thought, how how difficult can it be just to tell them I'm here um, and see if they want to talk to me as well? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and because, and, and they, I,
1: I think you're right, you're so right. They wait. And I heard this saying a while ago
0: that
1: someone said, people need what you have to offer and they're waiting for you to get on with it. <laughs> <It's so laughs> That's true. a good phrase,
0: yeah. They're waiting they for you, yes.
1: They're waiting for you, and if you don't do anything with your gift and you just keep it to yourself, then you're depriving people not just the festival organizers and the publishers but you're depriving the your parents and the kids of what you have to offer. Now, yes. before we like, I don't want us to run out of time before we've had a chance to discuss the, the fact that Josie Dom is not that
0: Actually your real name, is it? No, it's not. <laughs> and that's why sometimes I refer to Josie Dom in the third person. <laughs> so I say, Oh mm. Josie Josie Dom the author, and it's like it's not me. And yeah, it's it's not actually me. No, I chose to take a pen name um because when I first wrote my book, I actually, um, being shy, I didn't want to tell anybody that I was mm. writing a book. Um, or that I had published a book Um, and then I I thought I would um, so I thought I'll take I'll choose a pen name and the um, the name has come from my children so my daughter's middle name is Josephine and my son's middle name is Dominic Um, so (laughs) so we've got uh, Josie Dom and then my husband has done the illustrations for the Lum books and his name is well the author the, the illustrator's name is Nick Fine, but that's yeah. not his name either because Nick Fine are the other ends of Josephine and Dominic. So we've both <laughs> borrowed names from our children. <laughs> that's and so um, cool. And yeah. he's
1: basically done I think a little bit like what Beyonce has done with her Sasha Fierce um alter Ego. So more than just the pen name, Josie Dom has become a kind of a super
0: a super hero version of yourself you <laughs> go out and do these things yes yeah it's kind of like i can hide behind josie yes. do- josie dom um and uh and be somebody different while i'm doing all of this and mm-hmm. then i can sort of finish whatever it is whether it's a school visit or a, an awful event um, Or even just talking on um, my live Facebook or something. um, That could be turned off and I can go back to being me. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I think you, I don't know whether you did it knowingly, but it's actually a technique that um, people use. And I've used it with my coaching clients before, Ah. where you do create a kind of super you that you tap into. I didn't know. I didn't know that was yeah. a
0: technique. No, I just, I, I, I. As I say, I wasn't going to tell anybody that I was, um, published a book. Um, I, and then I, I did. It did cross my mind that I would, um, get. So Josie Dom would exist, and I wear glasses, and I thought, no, um, Josie Dom's going to wear, not have glasses. Uh, she'll. So I'll wear contact lenses. Um, and I've got dark hair so I thought oh I'll, I'll get a blonde wig I will be completely yeah. different so I go out and I can be Josie Dom um, but then when people meet me they won't know it's the same person because I will look so different um, and I I, the only reason I didn't do it was because I just knew I, would, I wouldn't I would have the discipline to maintain that. <laughs> no but. I think that's quite an extreme um, way of
1: doing it but there are other things that people do so when you're creating this sort of superhero alter ego mm-hmm. um, some people would do something simple like putting on a pair of glasses or taking them off a bit like you know Clark Kent and Superman ah yes uh, yeah. <laughs> or you could have a pair of shoes that you wear or a certain kind of lipstick or something where you you are signaling to yourself and your subconscious but also to the outside world that you're different, so you don't yeah. necessarily need a whole disguise. But it's definitely a technique that you can use, um, which kind of sends the message, right? This is the work. This is work mode. Yeah. Um, when I'm on the case. So the funny thing is, I somehow have stumbled into um, a pair of dungarees which I wear when I'm giving talks. Oh. Um, I just find them. I don't know. They're like a little bit of a uniform, and I feel yeah. like pretty comfy they've got good pockets yes. and I know that when I wear them um I don't know they look they look they send the right message they suit me and they look kind of cool yeah um, so now it's like right done on <laughs> Dunga's on ready to go go do the talk or the thing yeah um, and you feel ready for action so I can I, I understand that because I think when you when you write a book there is uh, as with, well, all kinds of finished products or businesses or services. It's not just the making of the thing, it's the promoting of the thing. And I think that's where, um, for shy people we really, um it, it yes. really challenges it's, us. It's, it's sort you of know.
0: like when you're when you're growing up and um, you know, there's I don't know if, if it really happens now, but I always felt that, you know, showing off was not the done thing. Um, you d- you didn't go on about your achievements. And so now in, the <laughs> in 2020, when um, it feels like um, going on about your achievements it <laughs> is the norm, especially on social media, it kind of feels like, oh, I'm not sure I should be doing this really
1: um yeah I know what you mean um it it feels a bit gross actually doesn't it and I think it's not just gross it's gross anyway but for shy people like us it feels completely unnatural
0: yes yeah um,
1: to do it so what I would recommend and I think what you've done really well Josie is that we shift the focus onto the people that we're helping rather than focusing it on ourselves so rather than saying yo look at me i'm amazing Um, (laughs) which is just horrible um instead of doing that we can be like
0: yes i've I've
1: written um, a book and and it's going to help these people to do this thing
0: yes and i get i go into schools and to do author visits and um well yeah i started that in 2016 when i published lum um and then I, so I'd go in, would read the story, and would do arts and crafts with the children. And sometimes we'd have a, a treasure hunt for for LUM um, and children would all get stickers and all fun activities. Um, but I've also, um, since then, I think in 2018, I launched a service for storytelling workshops. And again, I go into um, primary schools and, um, but that as you say is shifting the focus away from me because it's all about encouraging children to use their imaginations to tell stories themselves so it's not about me telling stories to them it's about them telling the stories um so it's you know a 2 hour workshop and in that time we do lots of arts and crafts and it's all good fun and no writing involved but yeah definitely i was um quite pleased when i decided to do that it's like oh now it's not about me sitting at the front telling them stories and hoping they'll like it. It's kind of about getting them active in, in the storytelling. So definitely, That's, as you um, say, moving this focus away from myself was a, a good move.
1: <laughs> yeah, and it's definitely something I recommend. And I also I feel that you could... Um, another way of taking this to the next level is um, creating a kind of movement around what you're doing. So if you said, oh, my mission this year is to get a 1,000 children to share stories, I you mean, know, that enables you to scale and go big and be um, getting publicity and getting well-known, but it's about bringing lots of people together to do yes. thing rather than going, my goal is to be huge because I'm ultimately my my dream is to be massively
0: successful and make a million billion dollars. Yeah. No, I like that thought what you've just said mm. about th- having a having a mission to get children to share their stories. Yeah, I like that. I shall um mm. I shall bear that in mind while I'm That's working it. out how to um <laughs> yeah. how to um reach children through the workshops that I do. Yeah,
1: so, I think yeah so it's, well, Josie, I feel like there are so many kids who are going to benefit from the work that you and doing. Thank you. I just really trust that you came to chat to us today. And no, thank you for inviting me. Story and talk about Lum. And I love the name Lum's
0: mum. That's brilliant.
1: <laughs> um, and I'm cu- are you going to do like lots of other titles
0: that rhyme as well? <laughs> um, well, I probably... <laughs> I probably won't <laughs> do any more rhyming ones. I've got um Lum's Lunch is oh, is a, a future one. Um Lum's Rainbow. There's going to be seven books in the Lum series. Um I haven't actually written them all yet or given them all titles, but I've defi- there's definitely a Lum's Lunch and a Lum's Rainbow. Um but my next book I'm hoping will be something outside of the Lum series. It's um Brave Brian about Friends, three little boys who rescue a rhino. Oh, That's
1: um, so cute! I love it. So see, another one so about friendship great. and helping. Brilliant! It's like <laughs> dot, you're, you have a gift of so just coming up with these concepts that sound so cute, but also really,
0: I think, life changing. <laughs> oh, thank you. I um, yeah, I kind of like um the fact that i feel able to talk about nonsense so <laughs> so it's kind of like it's yeah it's a, um as i say when i've finished the story i often look back at it and think oh that's kind of got a friendship theme going on in, inside it but to me it's just a a f- story that i've enjoyed so um and i uh, yeah i l- i like being able to let my mind be childlike um, rather than having a lot of seriousness in your life when you're an adult there's a lot of responsibilities aren't there so it's it's nice to switch that off
1: yeah exactly and I I feel like there's when you create something joyful and something brilliant um, whether or not you're a shy person it will grow you know quality rises to the top and um yeah hopefully when, hopefully when it's... you're shy like you just have to have to um and y- this is what you have done is being aware of your shyness understanding that people need what you have to offer that it is going to help lots of people shift the focus onto the people it's helping rather than making it about you and and then you know it will gain uh, it will gain momentum because it's good. So, That's um, yeah, yeah. You know, and, and but I you do have to. Um,
0: although, as you say, hope, hopefully it will gain momentum because it's worthy of momentum and it's it's yeah. worthy of children reading my story. Um, but you do again. You still have to put the work in to make sure people know that the story exists um, yeah. at, at the beginning. And um, yeah, I'm yeah, still I'm still on that stage of, of making people aware of me and my stories but um, exactly I'm going to keep going
1: Exactly, keep going and I, I feel like um, because shy people we often we, we think about things more deeply what we say carries more weight because we thought about it more carefully before we put it out into the world and the things we create um, are quality it's not just fluff that we just came up with in five seconds yes it's insightful yes i think you're right i think
0: shy people tend to think more don't they before they speak it it sort of goes goes with the territory of not having the confidence to speak and therefore you you think it through a lot before you say it out loud
1: yeah (laughs) and so when you've created something amazing Um, We just need to have the courage to be able to put it out into the world. Otherwise, we've created something wonderful and nobody gets the benefit from it. So, Josie, I'm really happy that you came on the show today and talked to us about Lam and your books. um, Thank you. That you've had the courage to release them into the world. Yes,
0: I I think if I'd have realised in 2015, when I decided to do this... Quite how difficult I would find it um i would I wouldn't have published a book at all so um mm-hmm. ignorance of the difficulties ahead was a good thing um and then sort of the the um when i when I came up against how difficult I found marketing i did you know i paused really um at that, but the book was already out there and it was like no I I want to do this so I I then pushed myself to keep going whereas I um, maybe wouldn't have even got going if I'd have really realized but I'm not trying to put people off publishing a book (laughs) I just (laughs) it it is really
1: difficult I mean it is difficult and there's a lot of work involved. but perhaps then what you did do, again, without maybe knowing it, was that you did it step by step. And um, sometimes when we focus on how much is going to be involved and ha- the enormity of the task ahead, yes, and it is off-putting and, and it can um, this it way can yes. from even trying. That's right, yes. If you think about the next step, the thing that's in front of you and handling that, and then you push on to the next phase, and on to yes. the next phase. Then it, it yes, definitely more manageable.
0: one step at a time. And
1: yes, sort of one step at a time. And that's definitely what we preach. It um, Shine Mighty, and in the Shine Mighty Society as well, it's all about. You said is of a goal. Yeah, it could be a huge goal, but you need to work out the steps, the little yes. tiny steps that you have to follow to get there, rather than thinking, "Oh my God, I can never do that because it's huge." Um, <laughs> one bit at a time. So Josie, thank you for joining us and for for coming and sharing your journey and all of the challenges and the things that you've achieved. It's been wonderful. And if people want to find out more about your books and about you, where should they go?
0: Well, I'm on Facebook and Instagram as Josie Dom, children's author. And then I have my website, which is josiedom.co.uk Co. Uk. It's been a real pleasure and. I will be back
1: very soon with another episode of Shine Mighty.
0: The Shine Mighty Society is a safe place for shy people to shine. Learn specific techniques to help you improve your confidence and overcome limiting beliefs. Make quiet connections with people just like you. Coaching, support and encouragement to coax you out of the shadows and help you reach your goals. Head over to shinemighty.com to find out more.